Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. This is episode number 12. We've done it. This is a whole year. Listen to the crowds cheer. With us today, we are very fortunate to have guests with us, Kathy Moore of Talking Trash and Stephen and Alana Smith from One World Zero Waste in Tequesta. My name is Matt. I'm the president of Jupiter Farms Residence. We also have... Jillian. And Kristen. So um, thank you all for joining us today. And we're kind of like looking at polar opposites of the waste here in Jupiter Farms or, or what could be. We have on one hand... Kathy Moore, who runs the Talking Trash program, which is a community neighborhood cleanup that has literally gone out there and gotten thousands of pounds of trash off of our local streets. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you very Major. much, Kathy. Amazing. Um, and, and on the other hand, we have Stephen and Alana from One World Zero Waste in Tequesta, which I guess the ultimate hope is to stop having trash. They want to put that, Kathy that, out of business. They're gonna, they want to put Kathy out of business, <laughs> which would be... She would abs- like that. She would, yeah. she would like that a lot. So, I, I mean, I guess we should start... Let's start at the very beginning, because that's a really good place to start. So what is your mission statement, Stephen and, and Alana? If, what sparked you to open up this kind of a business. Uh, so we want to provide our community with a really easy place to just like not use plastic mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just to kind of incorporate it throughout your whole house. So that way you can really see like all the things you can replace your single use items with. I'm going to assume that both of you were probably from our normal community that just used crap and threw it away. Yes. And then, and then one day you kind of dawned on you saying, Hey, look at this, I don't know, CD that I'm purchasing and all the plastic that's, uh, that's on it. So to go from that awareness to opening up a business is a huge leap. Um, how did that come about? So something that brought us, um, the awareness is, uh, we spent some time over in India where people basically use the same amount of trash as we do, but the difference is that over in India, they didn't have the type of waste facilities to Mm -hmm. take care of the trash. And so we figured seeing everybody use just as much garbage as we did, but then on top of that, the garbage was staying with them. So it was all Mm. over the place. It was all around. And noticing that uh, all people make the same amount of garbage when we came back home, Mm. um, we're like, the same garbage is being made, but it's going somewhere else. So it's not like a, it's not prevalent in everybody's minds or eyes. Right. I call it away. Mm-hmm. It goes away. Mm-hmm. It goes away. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We get to put it out, on, put it out on a street and we don't have to think yeah. about it. And I know um, in our county, we're fortunate because we have these big incinerators that scrub the air and, and we get rid of a lot of it and create a lot of energy, but most places aren't like that at all. Mm. So, Product wise, where do you see the most savings uh, in, in when, when it comes to people? Hey, if you do this one, two or three things, you're going to really cut down on your waste. Make an impact. Um, a big part of it is being prepared. It's so like one part of it is being prepared when you're out. So if you want to swing by somewhere to get a drink, you have your cup with you. Mm-hmm. So just putting together a really simple bag in your car with a container, a cup cutlery just like a few key items like that and then you can eliminate all your waste when you're out and about and then you can kind of control your house a little bit better it's interesting that you say that i'm i'm a professor at the the local college and i never i never buy plastic bottles you know i never d- disposable water bottles i've always had one that i fill up and i watch 
just how many over the course of one day are put into the trash in my um, my room, the room that I teach in, just from having you know a uh, hundred students go in and out. And when I multiply that, because they've grown up with this, they, mm-hmm. that they've grown up with plastic bottles with water around them, and it's just accepted. And it's amazing how much of that is out there. Yeah, and um, that's not getting recycled. And to be honest, it's not the healthiest to drink out of plastic. No, no. You know, it's been sitting in there for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you left it in your car for a day, you would probably not drink it. Well, and it's not even <laughs> being left in a car. I mean, most of these sit in a hot warehouse. It's right. not like they're being refrigerated from the time it's packaging. Very, and, very and true. All yeah. of that, I don't really recognize that. All of those plastics are just in there. And, I, you know, we don't know what, you know, I mean, we, we, we do know, but if we're, if it's not in front of us, if we're not conscious of it, we get used to things. I get used to funny mm-hmm. tasting water because I'm drinking it out of plastic. What would be yeah. another thing that you would say is, is just, you do this one thing on your list and boom. I mean, I know for a while, friends of mine who have these things called children, um, <laughs> were, you know, they're very conscious about how many diapers they use. Now, I don't know if that's something that you guys have. I don't even know if there are facilities around that do laundered diapers anymore like when Jillian was a kid. Yeah, well, I was just speaking to a customer this morning uh, who brought her young kids in and they were looking around the store and she was kind of like the kids were asking her questions and the kids got around to the diapers. Not only does using disposable diapers create tons and tons and tons of waste because they're just using them over and over and over again, it saves so much money when you buy a reusable diaper because Mm -hmm. the same thing applies when you use diapers over and over again and you keep throwing them away you have to keep going out and buying diapers all over and over again to talk about like a laundering facility i don't think that i haven't heard about any laundering facility for diapers but the idea isn't that hard right um you know you have a soiled diaper and you dispose of the waste down your toilet like you do anything else and you you wash them i know it's the way my folks did it they had services right they came yeah, pick up the bags kids mm-hmm. absolutely yeah, they would you know, drop that off. too you had a you had a milk guy come with his you know glass <laughs> bottles of milk and that's you, coming you, back yeah, yeah that, and it's really funny some of these things are coming back and mm-hmm. i think part of it though is because not just convenience, we're also a very antiseptic society. We, we want to be able to package it up, put it in a piece of plastic, throw it away, mm-hmm. and not have to see it. It goes away. away. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, there's a little extra work having to clean a diaper and having to launder it or put it in a, in a specific thing and having somebody pick it up and having somebody bring it back. But you're right, the savings can be huge on this. I mean, just filling up water and not paying i don't know how much a bottle of water is but i'm know. assuming it's Too about much. a bottle. disney world you want to know oh, how much yeah. a bottle no, of water nobody is? wants to go how much to is the, it in france it's the tragic kingdom you <laughs> don't want to go there anyway um, you know and another on the diaper thing we have friends that have kids too you do <laughs> yeah they're older now but a lot of people feel it's oh if i do that i have to commit and there's no way out of it and i had a friend that was very committed to it except when they went an eight hour whatever they were going mm-hmm. somewhere for a couple of days and they would use disposables on the at the times where it was they were traveling it was not convenient or right. whatever it's still a huge mm-hmm. impact but they though. still did yeah. it 90 percent of the time Majorly. so it's not I, I think people get hung up on that it's either all or nothing you do or you don't mm-hmm. right and when you could be making at least somewhat of a difference what's the number one seller at your store Probably our unpaper towels. It's, Your unpaper towels. Yeah. So um, instead of using single use ones, it's a big money saver because paper towels are really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people love them. You can just, we roll them, we make them and we roll them up right on a cardboard tube. So you can just like put it on your paper towel holder and use it the same way. It's the same motion. We try to like not change too many habits, just like the product you're using. Just alter them. 
Yeah. So how many how many paper towels come on a roll? You get twelve. You get twelve, and then you launder them and put them back on the roll. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we just put them it. right in our wash. So whenever we do a load of laundry, we're always getting some back. So then usually you don't even go through a whole roll. Do you roll them up on a paper towel holder in your house? You don't. Right? We you, personally you don't. got don't. the rejects. We get the rejects oh, at our house. Yes. <laughs> the second. So this is the, the paper towels are something. Well, the the unpaper towels are something that you actually make. That's right. Yes. So Since this isn't make... something that you buy. You bring in. You're not even using those kind of resources Correct. to. Mm-hmm. So Which that's we, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so you guys get the rejects. We went, right. we went into the store and I saw your mom's mm-hmm. sewing machine there, and it, it's pretty cool that she makes a lot of the. Yeah, the stuff that's there. Excellent. Which is pretty cool. So now I think let's shift over and I want to talk to Kathy for a little bit because you clean up the messes. Oh, yeah. I clean up a lot of plastic. I'd say 80, 80 or 90 percent. Plastic. And and this is all just on the roadsides of Jupiter Farms. It's in the water. It's on the roads. Sometimes so, we can't even reach it in the waters, but it's it's everywhere. So, OK, I get that it's everywhere. But when I see things on the side of the road, I live on a corner. And I know damn well that my gardeners didn't put it there or I didn't put it there. I'm basically, it's getting thrown out of car windows, which to me is unfathomable. Your swale is away. My swale is away. But um, because I remember as a kid, the give a hoot, don't pollute. Woodsy the Owl campaigns and and we would and and we would if granddad or somebody was throwing something out of a car window like they did in the olden Mm -hmm. days we would yell at them but I mean has it made a resurgence like hey it's cool to litter again I don't don't get it I don't understand it it's just people are just throwing garbage everywhere and you and you I wish I could catch them but you can't but it's I never threw garbage out the window I think it's the way I think it's a learning thing for younger people too yeah so when younger people come to the cleanups that we have it's important that they learn that the litter goes in the can and not out the window yeah Yeah. so i don't know if it's laziness or people don't care or they don't want to get caught with the stuff in their car because it's amazing us out here we have such a wonderfully environmentally aware area that you know people were surrounded by these natural areas and people also have a lot of i i see it all the time landscapers when they're done Mm. with lunch i have seen Mm. it a million times they literally fling the bag out the window into the swale so i don't know that it's so much our residents probably some of them strangely at the cleanups a huge thing is is beer cans especially small liquor bottles Mm -hmm. Mm. and booze bottles because they're having a beer on the way home and maybe they don't want the wife to see it and the beer goes out. So everybody ask your your landscapers, (laughs) ask your landscapers and husbands to stop littering up our roads. Kristen, Um, some of, some of the garbage is coming off too off the trucks and it might fall on the ground. mm -hmm. But you know, it's like if it's right near your garbage can and your front, you know, outside your gate, you're not going to pick it up. Right. So a lot of that gets blown all over, but I, I would love if plastic wasn't here and hopefully one day, I mean, a lot of states are banning it and it's just, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. And yeah, that's the majority of what you pick up. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just amazing, cans, yeah. you know, again, we're going to date ourselves, but you know, I remember as a kid, you'd get a Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. You probably paid some sort of a deposit. You could yep. get five cents back for it, 10 cents in Vermont. And, and that's the way it is. And now if you want to get that same Coca-Cola in the glass bottle, you're pl- you're paying a premium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still not being re- we had recycled. New York, we had recycling was five cents a can. Yeah, and I think we had a lot less of it, or at least I mean, you would see, especially in the yep. in the city, 
as you walk by, there were there were men that would go into the garbage cans, take it for the recycling money. So even if people threw it out right. on the street, no, it was getting pulled as, back as out. As a Boy Scout, we would have recycling drives. We would collect newspaper, we would collect cans, and then we would bring the 18-wheeler down to the way station and we would get cash for it. I think if there was deposits, there, people wouldn't be apt to throw it out the window. Right. If yeah. they were getting, if they were throwing, it's like you're throwing your money out. The There's also right. something you said earlier about the campaigns that we used to watch as kids on TV, and you don't see that anymore. Woodsy like, the owl, give true. a hoot. What no happened flute? to that stuff, and why are we not, as we're supposedly getting more conscious about environmental stuff, why are we not putting yeah, that and, on TV? And, and you know, there's no money in it. That's why. Yeah. Well, but no, you well, I mean, advertising sta- on TV stations yeah, are supposed to do a certain amount of public service announcements. They have to by law, but we're not seeing. Well, yeah, that's the thing. People aren't watching <laughs> TV watch anymore. TV. You're not no, watching commercial. Say, I don't remember the last time I watched a commercial. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and, and that's good. And yeah. that's true. But, you know, maybe um, maybe they need to make some of these social platforms a little bit more responsible. You yeah. know, the FCC made the regular networks do public service announcements. Maybe they need to, to yeah. hold step into the uh, social know, platforms or you can just come out to Kathy's cleanups right like, now. How often Kathy, how many cleanups do you do a year? I do uh, eight a year and I do them between October and May because it's cooler. Right. And when um, you, when you say cooler, you mean, yeah, not it's so just, hot it's out. just cooler. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, just cool. Well, it's like the a lot cooler than you can't have them in the summertime. Right. So, Eight, eight a year. I'd like to up it, but right now, eight a year. I like when you did, I think there was a year that you did just a talk and trash day where you encouraged Awareness people days. Yeah. Yeah, to I need pick to up that, on their own streets. Yeah, I need to bring that back yeah. because it's just, because I think I'll do it in the summertime because people think we're gone. And if I do that, then they'll, you know, maybe they'll say, you know, I'll keep them aware until we come well, back. Well, you know, if there's any way that we can help you with that, you know, maybe there's a way that we can make a map and we could get people to sign up to do their individual roads and make them commit. Yeah, it really and, would be. And, you know. I mean, it's not a lot. I mean, even if you walked outside your gate. Exactly. For five minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, but the awareness would be good because like I said, I don't want them to think that we're gone. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I, you also, I mean, I also don't want to get people to rely on you either. Like, oh, don't worry. It doesn't matter. Right. You Kathy know? will pick the tra- it up. The talking trash people are going to do it. Um, What's nice is, is just, well, last week was the, was the first one of the season. And immediately people on Facebook, just someone randomly posted, just saw two people on the side of the road cleaning up. What are they doing? Like, whoever you are, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, which was great because then we were able to put pictures from the event up. And, yeah. And it's, it's, the it's, response it's is really nice. It's interesting that, you know, when people are out there picking up trash, it gets... Wow, look at what people are doing. Yeah. Like it's so why would they be doing it? Well they're they, doing they, it. To, they wonder what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and and you know, you you offer some, you know, great little rewards to the groups oh, that, her are, prizes, that are coming. Oh, yeah. Her prizes are the best. Well, she thanks does better to the than sponsors. We do. Thanks to JFR, you guys, and the sponsors I have in Jupiter Farms and Jupiter, I mean it's amazing. No, that's I mean they that, give me wonderful prizes and people go home with stuff and it's that's awesome. They're standing behind, you know. So you know, if there are any keeping, groups that are out here that are listening who want to, you know, volunteer as a group for two yeah, hours or whatever it takes, yeah, you'll end service. up getting a, stu- a bunch of stuff off of the roads. You'll you'll have a good time because I know it's just you know. Yeah, it's a lot of fun the, and you're keeping your your area beautiful. What's the craziest thing that you've found during these cleanups? Oh, I think the water bottle that was made um, out of a bong. Yeah, that was into well, a bong. What, and the, the water uh, bottle that was made into a bong. Well, it was, yeah. yeah, it was a bong, but it was a water bottle. It was a water bottle bong. And my favorite was the evidence bag. Oh, yeah. And the evidence <laughs> that one bag. was cool. The evidence bag. <laughs> well, was it? It was a torn open evidence bag. It had the case number on oh, it. It was gosh. bullets that were in it. So whoever oh, was released and got their evidence back, opened the bag, took their bullets back. 
and threw the bag out the window, <laughs> which was nice. Wow. But we, I, I That's kind of like Jupiter Farms personified, right? We always say before, <laughs> before people go out collecting, if you find something weird, don't put it in the bag, keep it aside so we can... Do you give a prize for the oddest thing found? No, but I, I, I might do that. You know, that's, some, that's we usually something. We take a picture of that. We're doing things differently all the time, so that would be, yeah. That's awesome. Could. I mean, I know you've given out T-shirts, you've given out gift cards. Maybe if there's do. anybody listening that you know wants to donate to Talking Trash, get in touch with Kathy Moore. You can find her on social media, and you know, give her some some prizes uh, that that she can offer up. Because the more incentive it is for people to come out, the more people will come out, and yeah. the cleaner our area yeah, will and be. Yeah, even we have a small group. We picked up 160 pounds of 12, garbage. Twelve people picked up 160 wow. pounds of garbage. That's, that's wow. So, wow. So imagine when yeah. the big groups come out. It's yeah. like wow. Yeah. And for the kids. Mm-hmm. For the kids or adults, I always have to say, the adults that need community service hours. Anybody who needs because <laughs> that's service. Jupiter Farms personified yes, too. Um, we we do give community service hours, and uh, Andy at Publix has been amazing. Yeah, but thank you the two of you for the community service hours, Chris yeah, and no, Julian, that's, that's, and Andy. Yeah, he gives all the refreshments, uh, tons of loads of refreshments from my cleanup from Publix. From Publix, Publix which is great. and so then when people don't win a prize, they still get to go home with all that. And he just gave me two little Bubba grills. Wow. Prizes oh, this wow. year. Prizes. That's yes. awesome. So he's, yeah, he's really a good supporter. It's very nice. So I guess my next question would be, what do you guys think about what she's doing? And what do you, Kathy, think about what they're doing? I mean, how does it kind of feed well, I lo- into I each I love other? what she's doing and him. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I think what you're doing is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, their stores, I mean, it, it's, I think it's wonderful. I'd like to come visit. Have, have have any of you guys ever done, I know it's like an experiment in consciousness to try to live actually totally zero waste. Oh yeah. And how successful were you? Oh, we are a work in progress all the time. It's getting better all the time too. Like uh, we just moved into a house in Jupiter Farm. Yeah, Yay. our neighbors yeah. now. Congratulations. Yeah. And we were like, let's not, br- let's not have a garbage can, you know? Yep. Like, so so yeah. you you refused your new 96 pound, uh, oh, gallon no. garbage can. <laughs> We've got that. I can't imagine what we, we got that. But we that, just mean like a garbage kids. can inside our house. You know, make it more uh, if we are creating some sort of garbage in our house. Punish yourself. We got to be like, uh, we got to go out of our way to do something with it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what? Give me an example. Because I, because I, yes, I walk all the way outside of the garbage can. And that's a punishment. It's just, oh, right. oh, it's oh, just okay. more inconvenient. You okay. know, it, all of this is about convenience. Right. So mm-hmm. if it's a little more inconvenient, then, and you it's know, funny, the help. things that a lot of these, these corporations or whatever are doing in their packaging is so not more convenient. No, it's yeah. not. You know, let's take something that's one inch by one inch and put it in packaging that's 12 inches by 12 inches. Right. Yeah. Um, just so, it, you know, it can't be the theft or something like that. I don't know what it and is. And I'm sure that's a big reason why there's so much trash on the side of the road. Because everything that you buy anywhere is wrapped in like... Right. Way bigger than it needs to be. Right. Yeah. I kind of miss the Waste. Styrofoam Whopper. Amazon <laughs> boxes. <laughs> you know, styrofoam when, Whopper. When you can, what? When you can, no, the old days you used to go to McDonald's huh? or whatever. Yeah. And it, was it actually styrofoam. was in a Styrofoam oh, wow. container. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 and I'm not talking about like the new styrenes that you can actually recycle. This was, burn this was, your hands this was, this was, yeah. This was, you put in a microwave, it melts oh and it's well, We didn't toxic. even have microwaves. It's awesome. You didn't have a microwave. I had a microwave. Well, no, that big thing, the ray gun that was in the kitchen. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I'm still glowing because of that oh, thing. Man. So that that's awesome because I I know I've watched some of these people who try to do total zero waste and it's it's so difficult when you would think it could be easier. Mm. Well, you set you know? yourself up for failure with anything if you go to a goal that is either all or nothing. Right. Yeah. So if you make baby steps in the process and start to learn how to 
It's the same way. concept mm-hmm. as you were talking about with the baby diapers. You could do the same thing with the unpapered towels. Use as much, um, you know, reusable things as possible. Right. And for those really horrible instances, like you go on vacation and you don't want to bring your reusable diapers with you, you have a really disgusting thing to clean up in your house. You use a little bit of paper towels, but right. on the long term, you're using your reusable items so so much more than you're using your single waste right. or single. I mean, use and the big items. there's a big one for me, um, bags. Just the the plastic bags oh, that are so things. prevalent. I know that there's a there's a country somewhere uh, on the continent where they've actually made it their national flower because it was so prevalent that they blow in the wind. Wow, wow. They made the 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 plastic bag their national flower. And you know, I do this. I've walked into Publix and go, ah, oh, damn it, forgot my bags. But you know, I'm trying to mm-hmm. retrain myself mm-hmm. to not forget them and to always use them. And and it makes so much more sense. You go to Europe. And if you ask for a bag, they look at you cross-eyed, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, what? We, and they've yeah. been doing it for well over a dozen years. But, you know, in the name of convenience, we have to have oh, our yeah. plastic and, bags. And there's plenty of places that have done away with the plastic bags. And guess what? The whole population is just like, all right, this is what we do now. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's think, I the think, new norm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you go in the store, if you, if you don't have your um, bags, they make you buy one. Right. Yeah. Because uh-huh. you because well, you're you, I'm, an, I'm an Aldi shopper and I'm so excited we're getting one. I'm so I don't have to go all the way down. Taxes and licenses included. And if you <laughs> Aldi charges you for a bag, but it's not like oh they just add it on. You have to go physically get the plastic bag and give it to them. It's a silly uh-huh. name. I Shame. never it's it's so great how they do it and I never forget my bags when I go there, but I forget them all the time in public because uh-huh. in my head I know you can always mm-hmm. have plastic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it and it just makes it easier. Yeah. It's a yeah. stupid name though. Well, helpful hint. If you forget your reusable bags in your car, you can just take your cart with all of your stuff out. out to your car mm-hmm. and put them in your back right there. It's like awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just put it right yeah. in the cart. <laughs> Instacart is now delivering everything in paper bags. Oh. So that's an interesting. But it's change. interesting because I've read that mm. you know paper bags are not necessarily better for the environment. I don't you know that's probably well, one of those. Well, it does take resources to make them, but right. they are also compostable. You right. want to make sure, yeah. Well, we so our only like free option at the store for our bulk food because we have like you know the rice and beans. We have paper bags, and we make sure we get them like post-consumer recycled. So it's up to like all these companies to make sure they're only getting post-consumer recycled bags because that way you're not using more trees and resources. And then you can compost that bag. That's right. Does that cost more? Um, Not not that much Mar- more. Marginally. Yeah, know, so. I've been noticing too, like out and about, I always like read the fine print on, on a paper bag and like mm-hmm. I see it a lot now. The Interesting. Well, like anything else, the more people do it, the more popular it becomes, the less expensive because it's being... Do you mm-hmm. think that it requires changes in laws or what's permissible or do you think that we should just be able to rely on people's consciousness and and goodwill and good faith no you think you think it's got to be a mandate huh corporations yeah it's got to be big corporations it's got to be like the law and i mean we're trying to do our part but then aren't you going to have you know the plastic bag lobby you know say hey you're putting us out of business are you lobbying mcdonald's back for your i don't go i don't don't personally go to mcdonald's But just like anything else, it's not 100% one way or 100% the other way. You have to have people that are passionate about that to, Mm -hmm. so that, you know, the corporations and other people, they recognize that that is important to the population too. So they're more likely to move forward with stuff like that. A conversation came up online this week with one of our friend friend of mine resident and her comment was, why is everybody going so crazy over straws and, pla- and paper bags and not over, say, shampoo bottles? Mm. And an entire conversation 
came up about shampoo bars and the different things that are available. This yeah. week I switched because, well, Matt actually uses the, the drops. The, yeah. So little laundry, they're pods, but they're in a cardboard, compostable cardboard box. I have neck issues. That, that detergent bottle is the bane of my existence because I can't lift it. I can't do anything. This is easier. And it just got me away from the plastic but that wasn't the primary well, I think, I reason. Think, so there's a lot of other... I think what's happening now, too, is you're finding products that are just as good. You know, that, mm-hmm. was, the, that was the other thing. I think when, when the movement first kind of started, you had to make some concessions. You said, you know, you would say... I'll have well, the cactus you know, toilet paper? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I'm going to either be using recycled sandpaper as my toilet paper, or I've got to go and get, you know, Charmin Ultra Plush... Um, squeezy bear type. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but now you have, you have businesses out there who have met the marketplace and said, no, you know what? We can do it better and we can not do it at the expense of our environment. So I think that's, you know, for me personally, what, you know, what's going on, you know, I'm finding stuff that's as good or better when I'm aware of it, but there's also stuff that's not even on my radar until I walked into your store and it's like, Oh, never thought about that. How right. cool is that? Yeah, the store, if you guys yeah. haven't been up there, the store is super, super cute. All the stuff Thank you have. You. It, it feels good in there. Thanks. It feels good in there. Yeah, it a does. A lot of neat things. And it does feel like, you know, hey, I'm buying this and, and A, I'm going to make a difference and B, it's not costing me more in the long run. And I, and I think right. that's the thing. We're so short-sighted. We're short-sighted on our use. We're so short-sighted on price. But when you do the math... You know, maybe that's what your store needs is, is like little diagrams for each product that says, here's what you're going to save. Yeah. If anyone knows how to make those. Yeah. Give us a call. I, I think Matt yeah. just volunteered to do yeah, that. He did. Oh, I'm good. Yes. I've got enough on my plate. <laughs> um, but no, I think because because that's what it is. You kind of like sometimes you look at these products, you go, well, that's a little. And then you got to take yourself back and go, no, that's really not expensive. If I'm replacing mm-hmm. paper towels and I only need this amount of your product for a year, Let's do the math at, uh, out to the end of the year and say, oh, my God, I'm going to end up saving not just 10 or 12 bucks, but like 100 or plus. Yeah, bucks, definitely. Bucks, and we, we definitely tried to like work our way around the house. So we always recommend like when you run out of something like your laundry detergent, just don't buy it again like that. Look for a right. better option. What's, mm-hmm. what's the hardest thing that you haven't given up yet? Or what was or something that you've given up that? You thought it was going to be the hardest thing or was our, like our worst thing. Like where we can cook all of our meals now without plastic and clean without plastic. We're pretty much stuck with the kitty litter, mm-hmm. but we just got in um, actual compostable public sized bags for the kitty litter to go in. And then wow. we have clay. So we have like one more thing to, to cut out with, with the, the kitty bathroom. I didn't even think of that. Someone put up a meme this morning that they put, Pop rocks instead of kitty oh, litter. Yeah. In the, it was <laughs> a joke. So it was a dog, Very a picture cruel. of a dog in a meme. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. I'm doing that at your house. You're a sick, per, you're a sick <laughs> person. <laughs> My cats are mean. I love pop rocks. See, well, I miss pop rocks. I want to get a packet of pop rocks. Can't you get it? <laughs> but I just don't. Yeah. I would like to. It, so you need, okay. you need to try and find out might, how to get pop rocks in bulk. They get sticky. We can't do that. They get too sticky. And like, Two minutes, you know, you open the little package and then yeah, it's all Especially stuck. because of the Florida humidity. Mm-hmm. I, so may, I, I may be guilty of buying packets of Pop Rocks for certain meetings of the mm. year where I make everybody make noise. I'm going <laughs> to give you, I'm going to keep the paper myself and give you, She's but just, just come in paper. 
No, they're like um, it's a foil. Yeah, that foil. foil. They're not like recyclable or compostable. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, you, you guys should start you, another you side business, zero waste pets, and do a bunch yeah. of stuff for pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've been on that. Yeah, yeah, we have. We well, got you the, guys dog. Have the, the poop bags. Yeah, we got the dog, the yeah. dog poop bags. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like actually, you know, a lot of these things we have to be aware of, like greenwashing now. So you might go what out is, and what like, is, wait, stop. What is greenwashing? So it's like something might say, oh, this is biodegradable. It's green. It's eco-friendly. But then when you actually read the fine print, it's like only, like compostable only in a compost facility mm. that we don't have. It's, it's not like 30% less fat right. and then it's yeah, like, it's like than okay. our old product. It's like the plastic yeah. bags that our water that are, you know, for our water softeners, the salt that comes in, that's even though it's a recyclable plastic, it's not in our stream of mm-hmm. recyclability. Uh-huh. That's so. Why do we do that? Yeah. But it's recyclable. I don't know. About Publix, yeah. she said there was. Public, you could drop it off. Yeah, there. you could drop it off at Publix. You I'm like, I'm out, not, I'm, I, abs- <laughs> I melt it actually. You burn melt. it. Yeah, I make figurines out of it. I'm re- I'm repurposing and it. get high at the same cool. time. Hey, hey, this is a family show. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Because you still can't like even household things. Peroxide in my water system. How do I, how do I not have that? Yeah. There's some weird stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, well, how do you guys handle that in your, cause you're water in the farms now, so we, you're on well water. Our water smells terrible. <laughs> we haven't figured it out yet. Uh, we'll come over. It takes a year or two. You're yeah. not, you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. Seek what out get. a professional. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. So Kathy, you're going to be gearing up back in January for, for talking trash. Yes, I am. And, uh, that'll go probably what January till May or June. Yeah. We, uh, the last one is May. Great. Cut it off after May. So watch the social media, uh, if you're out there and you'd like to participate, um, your store is called one world zero waste and it is located at it's on Cypress drive in Tequesta. And it's really a charming store. I would suggest that all of you go in there and check their stuff out, especially, you know, Christmas is coming. What better than to get your friend a glass straw? Those scare me. I like some snack bags for your kids. I love the glass ones. We couldn't get into a concert with a glass straw. Yeah. They thought it was a one hitter. Who are you yeah. kidding? Come on. <laughs> it was like in my utensil bag with my fork. Mm-hmm, like what? Mm-hmm. You should have brought Kathy's water bonds That's to clean up with you. They wouldn't yeah. have bought it. Yep. Exactly. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thank you for having us. All right, so we are at the end of another Jupiter Farms Residence podcast. Remember, coming up this December in the farms, in December, Jupiter Farms does not hold a monthly meeting. So there's no meeting, there's no talking trash community cleanup, but both will be back in January. So watch our social media pages for those dates. Now, on Saturday, December 7th, Jupiter Farms Residence holds its annual Christmas tree sale. That's at Town & Country Feed & Supply. Sales open to the public at 9 a.m. and supply is limited, so get there early. On December 15th is the Jupiter Farms Christmas Parade at 1 p.m. beginning on Sandy Run and Alexander Run, and it heads east on Sandy Run. Craft Fair will be open from 9 to 5 at the Taylor Farmhouse Cafe. December 19th, we have the Sir Wicket Monthly Board of Supervisors meeting at 7 p.m. Remember, their monthly meetings are now held at the Pavilion here in Jupiter Farms. Also coming up in December, tickets for our third annual Jupiter Farms Residence Shootout will be going on sale. So watch our social media pages and get those tickets before we sell out. Also, if you would like to come on board as a shootout sponsor, the more the merrier and the earlier... 
to more exposure for your service or business. So there you go. It's a lot of information. Luckily, you can rewind and listen to it all again. Once again, folks, thanks for listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. And be sure you hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified when a new episode releases. And please share it with your neighbors and friends. Our thanks to Kathy Moore of Talking Trash and Stephen and Alana Smith from One World Zero Waste in Tequesta for coming on and being a very informative guest speaker. So thanks to Someone Talk Media and to David Guggenheim for his direction and engineering. And our thanks to you for streaming and listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. So take care and we'll be speaking to you again before long from the farm. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Never heard them at all. Don't ask me questions that I can't answer. There Till the there was you. Who's singing? You do not know what you got yourself into. Oh yeah. I think it's time for me to go. You yeah. want to try your paper towels because that's the one thing I know. Yeah, in our I'd house, like to we too. Just go. Yeah. Rosie, baby, I'm going to prove to you that the hand is quicker than the eye. Just keep your hands to yourself, Max. Oh, come on, Rosie. Watch me make this coin disappear. Ready? Now you see it. Now you don't. Oh. It's because such everybody a waste. knows. Nobody cares. They yeah. just grab so a paper I towel. Hide, grab a paper towel. Paper grab a paper towel. towel. Yeah. yeah. Dog puke that's is the thing definitely is, a That's paper, the thing is giving it up. Paper towels. That's what we use them for. But like, it's because we haven't run out of them. Eventually, we're going to run out of them, and I'm not going to buy them again. But, like, I have them, so in a pinch, in a vomity pinch, I'll use them. The quicker picker-upper. Starts quicker, so you finish quicker. This has been a production of someonetalkmedia.com.